Welcome back to the Whatnots Review Show number 239, where every week we have a different story to talk about. It could be a movie, a TV show, an anime, manga, comic, all sorts of stuff. We read it, we watch it, we come back here, and we talk about it. My name is Kyle Springer, and I am joined by Melissa Wilkinson. Hello. Melissa, how are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm having a fine weekend. I've been going to my new local Alamo draft house to see the extended versions of all of the Lord of the Rings movies. That's cool. So we finally got to return to the King yesterday. I've completed the set. Nice. That sounds fun. Sounds fun. We've uh, I've 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 had a good week just staying at home and playing video games and mm. all sorts of stuff. There was a new video game that got like announced and released that same day. Wow. It's, like, it's out now. Uh, and it was really, really, really neat. Everything was synced on the beat, the way the character moves when he attacks, oh. all of this stuff. It was neat. Hi-Fi Rush is what that oh. game was. So That, that name seems fitting. Right oh, yeah, indeed. <laughs> but today we are here to talk about not video games, not Lord of the Rings, but the Fast and the Furious. Uh, yes. Melissa, you and I are starting our end of the month coverage on the Fast and the Furious saga. The entire franchise is what we will be covering for the next couple months here at the end of the months. So this time we are talking about the first three Fast and the Furious movies. Um, I, I have seen these three before, before. This is all I've seen of the fast saga uh i i kind of stopped watching after the third one which i saw in theaters um mm. and and I'll, I'll i'll get to why i stopped in a bit but just kind of cultural osmosis i kept up with them and like how crazy ridiculous they got after that that, that. um but i still just felt like i missed the boat on them so i was just like i kind of need to go back and check them out especially with fast 10 coming out this yeah. year uh so i'm super excited about that melissa how are you feeling about the fast and the furious i had never seen a one of them at all i think maybe i'd been in the room when my dad had one on i've seen the trailers sure. plenty of times when i go to the theaters we probably saw the to Hobbs the and Shaw trailer. Fast Nine here on we uh, did? the reactor. Yeah. Oh, a long right. Time yes. Ago. You made me do that. You had to explain <laughs> to me that Han was there and then he was dead. And they're like, justice for Han. And then Han comes back. <laughs> so I finally have Han context. Was very happy to actually meet Han formally uh, yep. mm -hmm. for the first time. But I'd, I've been curious about these. I think ever since. The podcast, How Did This Get Made, which is a bad movie podcast, started covering these, starting with the fifth one. They they love them. They're like, these are like bad movies, big quotation marks. Like, these are so much fun. And it seems like people like, like kind of from the midpoint on, maybe like five on started getting really into these. Like, these are a great time. They're so over the top. It's like yep. watching a big cartoon. It's like watching Hot Wheels crash together. They're fantastic. Go see them. So I'm like, I, I need to get on board this thing. 
it's been something we've been talking about doing for a while. We didn't know in what format to tackle it. Uh, we were originally going to start the year with The Good Place as our first ongoing monthly series. We shoved that out of the way. We're like, no, we want to fit in all the Fast and Furious movies before Fast 10. So yeah, uh, three a month is how we're going to tackle this. Hobson Shaw optional. Yes, optional. In, indeed, indeed. Um, yeah, they, they they just get more and more ridiculous as they go. It's interesting because my partner said that she like she hadn't seen them, except she had seen Hobbs and Shaw. That was the only <laughs> Fast and the Furious related thing. And so like we're sitting there watching these three movies and I'm just thinking to myself, like what must be going on in her mind as she's watching this like <laughs> little small grounded heist film uh, that is the, the Fast and the Furious, the first one. And how do they get to the like superhero antics that are in Hobbs and Shaw? It's, just, it's ridiculous. Um, so, yeah, I'm I'm excited to talk about these. I think it'll be a blast. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah synopses of these first three kind of movies here that we got um this first one starts with a cop an undercover cop uh who is trying to uh work his way on the inside of this uh crime family this crime ring uh i i think family is the appropriate word for the uh <laughs> he finds out it is a family. People yeah. are stealing DVD players. Mm-hmm. Millions of dollars worth of DVD players. Little 13 inch TVs. <laughs> God, with a VCR attached. So, like, these three cars are like zooming up and like overtaking these truckers and like stealing the stuff out of the back of their trucks. And the FBI is like, the truckers are going to turn to vigilante justice unless you, Brian, infiltrate the los angeles underground race circuit and find out who's doing this <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um so yeah it's a kind of crime heist movie ish or like stop the heist mm-hmm. movie which is also an interesting twist on a heist yeah. maybe right mm. um and the second one is much the same it is kind of this uh it's the it's the same main character. Uh, he is now no longer a cop after the events of the first one, where he he let Dom go. We are kind of spoiling this, but we're not getting into some details. Hard to do, 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 do that right. when you have to mention this. This movie is is twenty two years old, and there have been nine yes, very yeah. popular sequels since that. Yeah. Uh, but in the second one, he is now no longer a cop, but is still kind of dragged back in as he's moved to Miami. Uh, and there's some stuff happening there. There is a, uh, another smuggler drug Lord person. I don't remember exactly what he was getting into, Hmm. but he's also causing some havoc that the cops want to take down. Uh, they already have someone on the inside. She, she's been there for about a year, 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 but she stopped responding. So they they need mm-hmm. someone to go in and check on her and uh, wrap this whole thing up. Uh, and so, yeah, they they do another stop the heist kind of story thing. Uh, and then the third 
movie uh, takes us all the way to Tokyo. Brand new characters. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's it's an unfamiliar setting, unfamiliar characters, uh, and they start to switch up the formula a, a bit here. It still starts with a race. There's still a bunch of fancy cars, but they they start to introduce some technique in in into it. It's not just wow, cars go fast. Um, yeah. There, there is some 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 technique involved here, um, and it is a in, instead instead of a like a crime like heist film, it's more of a yakuza story uh, with, with the yeah. next one, which is an, an interesting take on that. Um, I I feel like that's kind of about it for like mm-hmm. general plot synopsis of these yeah. three without spoiling too much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, do, do, do you have stuff that you want to add in on top of that I just want to say as a general reaction to these three I was really surprised by how much I liked them I, like I knew this franchise yep. this saga went into ridiculous <laughs> like cartoonish places and it's not quite there yet these first couple are more grounded so I thought I might be a little bored from time to time. I'm not as much into what I call unhyphenated action films that don't have like a superhero or an alien or a, a James Bond or something. Sure, I'm not yeah. a car person. All of these I found really engaging and truly a lot of fun. Like there's there is something special about even these first three. There's something there. Yeah. I look at these and I get it. <laughs> I know we are going to go to far far greater lengths in in our next couple episodes on the fast and furious saga but i look at these three and they work on me they absolutely work absolutely absolutely um yeah these are a blast they're so much fun i haven't watched these in years in decades um and and like i i think the second one i maybe saw some of on tv like most recently Mm. but i hadn't seen the third one since i went to go see that in theaters um which is kind of wild uh and it's it's interesting because these first three yeah that first one did well enough to spawn a second the second one people really really enjoyed and then they switched the formula up so much on the third one that the immediate reaction was that the third one was bad it was awful Mm -hmm. and people hated it but as time went on people were like actually that one was really good like that one is this it's so much fun it's, and it's it, it, like it it, it worked. <laughs> this is what happened to the Halloween franchise, oddly enough. You've got Halloween. You've got Halloween 2, the immediate sequel, the further adventures of mm-hmm. Michael Myers. And then for the third one, they're like, actually, we want to turn this into sort of an anthology series of films. We did two about Michael. The third one's going to be different. So Halloween 3 Season of the Witch is in a completely different that's part wild. of the country completely different storyline unrelated and then everyone was so mad halloween 4 went straight back to michael myers <laughs> yeah yeah um so it, it, it this these really are a good time i had a blast re-watching these mm-hmm. um I, I don't know if i have much else spoiler free to say go watch them go check them out the first two i found on peacock 
Um, yes. And then the third one I found on HBO Max. So that's where yeah. you guys can check them out. I think the ninth is also on HBO Max. I think, unfortunately, we have to hop around a bunch uh, yeah. to different platforms to collect all of these. I know my dad likes these movies and I thought he owned some of them. And I checked mm. his DVD collection. He only owns The Fast and the Furious and Hobbs and Shaw. He literally owns the, the bookends. Everything in the middle is missing. That's so funny. Um, it, it was also really funny watching these with my partner because at the end of the second one, when it's like, hey, you might like these other options, right? It had more of the Fast and the Furious movies on there. And she saw the sixth one. And she was like, oh, man, they made six of the days. I was like... <laughs> The 10th is about to be in theaters. She was like, right. oh, my goodness. <laughs> it's it is wild to think that we are going to hop onto this franchise wholly and sincerely on movie 10, movie 11, yeah. if you count Hobbs and Shaw. Like right. This, yeah. The only other it's like if the MCU <laughs> and like James Bond are the only other ones where you could where there are 11 movies for you to hop on at the 11th. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, well, with that, I think we will take a quick break for some housekeeping. And when we get back, we will start discussing these films a little more in depth. Uh, so we will be right back. Here at The Whatnots, we make multiple different shows and a lot of hard work goes into making them. So we would love it if you check them all out. If you enjoy our shows, patreon.com slash The Whatnots is the best place to show your support. For just a dollar a month, you can get early access to episodes and at our $3 tier, a Patreon-exclusive podcast, The Pilots Club. You can even get a shout-out and thank you on most of our shows at the $5 tier. And if you're one of our patrons already, thank you so much. It means the world to us. You can find out more information on our website, thewhatnots.com, as well as your favorite podcasting platform of choice. When you type in The Whatnots, all of our shows will pop up right there. Just don't forget to give us a nice rating and review if you like the shows. You can also find us on YouTube and Twitch for video versions of the shows, trailer reactions, and live streams. And lastly, we have merch. If you want to grab yourself a shirt or a hoodie or a mug or something else, head over to thewhatnots.com store to pick up some merch today. And we are back. Uh, once again, a big shout out to all of our Patreon supporters. We thank you a lot. It means thank a lot you. to us. Uh, this past month here on our Patreon exclusive podcast, The Pilots Club, we covered Bird Girl, uh, the kind of sequel continuation of uh, Harvey Birdman, Attorney at Law, which was a lot of fun to check out. Uh, this next month in February... Puchinski is what we're mm. going to be watching on that. It's going to be an interesting one. Uh, Melissa, you introduced this to me. Uh, you, you've mentioned it a few times. Yes. And uh, we're finally <laughs> going to ch check out this infamous pilot of uh, Puchinski. <laughs> it's, it's a pop culture oddity I've been obsessed with for some time, even though I've never watched the whole thing. The failed pilot for a drama where a cop dies and is reincarnated as a dog not even a real dog a puppet dog yeah 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 good stuff indeed um let's see the cool things that we've been up to here at the whatnots uh of course last week here on the review show we watched swiss army man uh 
which was written and directed by Daniels. Uh, which mm-hmm. is, if you don't know, the same creative team behind Everything Everywhere All at Once, the newly recently Oscar-nominated directors for, for that same movie. It was kind of serendipitous that we watched that one, and they got nominated in the same week. So I had a blast with that one. It was good. Yeah, good timing. Uh, and then on our most recent episode of the Captain's Log, you you let me read you the list of all the Oscar nominees this year. I, I have become a big Oscars nerd. Uh, so we went through a lot of those. Everything except me going like real granular on to like sound mixing and things like that. <laughs> yeah, it was good. It was good. I, I, I knew the Oscar stuff was coming up, but I didn't know exactly how close it was. March 12th. Yeah, you've you've been following it on some some podcasts. You've been watching a lot of the 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 movies and, mm. and stuff like that. So it was cool. It was fun, fun to check all that stuff out. Uh, and of course, on the reactor core, uh, we have been yelling not only our reactions to The Last of Us uh, as it comes out, but we also reached our one hundredth episode yes. over on the reactor core, and that was a whole lot of fun. Um, we, we, we ranked every single movie that we have ever covered on the reactor core, not to be confused with this show, Mm -hmm. but all the stuff that we have reacted to, uh, and done spoiler casts for, for on the reactor core. Yeah. Uh, And and yeah, that was a a blast is Ignacio, (laughs) the world's biggest, uh, scoob (laughs) fan, maybe. Am I the world's <laughs> biggest solo a Star Wars story fan? Maybe. Who knows? <laughs> am, am I the only one trying to make any sort of defense for Eternals? Yes. <laughs> it was a blast. Uh, so please go check all that stuff out. Uh, but that is about it for housekeeping. So let's get into spoilers. Fast and the Furious. Man, this came out in 2001. Uh, Long which, ago. Yeah, which it just it is why they're stealing DVDs. DVDs yes. were the hot new thing in 2001. <laughs> TVs yeah. with a VHS or DVD player built in. Incredible. Super expensive. I f- Fun fa- fact, one of the cheapest DVD players you could get when DVD players like first hit the market was a PlayStation 2. Wow. Yeah. The, by themselves, they were often, yeah, by themselves, they were often like a thousand dollars for a DVD player. I, now that you mention it, the first, I remember the first DVD I ever saw. It was when my older brother bought a PS2, brought it over to our house to show us what DVD was. We went to Blockbuster. This is still when they had VHS and DVD in separate sections of the store. We rented X-Men, which came out just Mm. the year before. That was the first DVD I ever saw. We thought it was fascinating. We could like watch X-Men in French. (laughs) Turn on subtitles. Turn off subtitles. Menus. (laughs) Scene selection. It was all novel to us. 
<laughs> good stuff yeah like that it, it seems so ridiculous now for them to open with this scene they show they're stealing and it's these like dinky little tvs they're not even flat screens <laughs> they're like big huge chunky monitors um, a screen and- wouldn't be flat for years a screen wouldn't be flat right. until like the fourth movie i yeah, I mean, I'm sure you could get them, but they were so expensive that it, like, it was unrealistic. Like, even the, the, these screens were just like, whoa, it's portable. You can, like, put this in your <laughs> office, right? Uh, on, <laughs> on a desk. Still took up most of the desk, yeah. right? Um, but what, man, what a these, relic. These movies just absolutely reek of the early 2000s. Oh, yes. <laughs> It's great. <laughs> it is. It is kind of nostalgic. I do like that they are trying to be like so hip that they have become these wonderful little time capsules. It really <laughs> is. Just, just iconography of things you haven't seen in ages. Like like Brian's like West Coast chopper shirt or like <laughs> Twinkies Roca wear jacket. Like I haven't seen these logos since I was in yeah. middle school. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah even like the kind of extras that they have in the yeah. movie too and the wardrobe and all oh my that, that god stuff. i like especially in the second one yes. seeing some of the women hop out of the truck to put up the like road closed sign mm-hmm. why are they there they just don't look like they belong in that scene at all it's- and it's so funny <laughs> there are so watching these movies, it took me back to before the early 2000s to the 90s mm-hmm. when my dad sure. would go to McDonald's, get me and my brother a Happy Meal. And the, the worker at the drive through said, OK, uh, you want a girl's toy or a boy's toy? And the choice was always Barbie or Hot Wheels. And the yep. Fast and the Furious franchise is a movie that says both. Both, please. Like you think of this as a Hot Wheels based movie and it is. But there's it's drenched in fashion also. Is the yes. fashion good? I don't believe so, but it's it there. Was at if the you time, just, that was the, the if hot you just want to look at like women's clothing, women's streetwear and party wear of the early two thousands, there are hundreds of reference points in these yeah. movies. Like it's it's fun to look through. Like I don't really want to wear any of those things. <clears throat> I don't want to wear like a mini skirt that is like narrower than most headbands I own. <laughs> Like truly <laughs> tiny, like six inch mini skirts, uh, six inch heels, so many little crop tops and tube tops. It's fun to look at in like a really impractical, silly way, but I yeah. enjoy it. I enjoy that even though they are serving an eye candy function, there are always plenty of women around. Yes. <laughs> like you look at like the extras. It probably is like a very even gender divide in the extras. And that is something I can appreciate. There's lots of women around and it's racially very diverse. And like, I I respect that as being consistent, like since the beginning tenets of Fast and Furious. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, so yeah. What, what did you think of this one? I want to know your thoughts because uh, you hadn't seen these before. I I was surprised at how much of what I know about Fast and Furious, the saga, is there in the first movie. Mm-hmm. Drop Brian, Dom, Mia, Letty, 
Uh, and then I think of the, the next movies when you get Tej, when you get Roman, the third movies when you get Han. Like, okay, I know all of those names. Like, I know yep. those people. <laughs> the first movie's got like the backyard barbecue. We say grace. You drink a Corona. It's not just that the, they have the Coronas family. in the set yeah. dressing. Right. Yeah. They talk about family and he's like, you can have any beer you want as long as it's a Corona. Like it's Corona <laughs> specifically named as being like one of the virtues of the Toretto family in the first one. It's there. The stuff I, I thought wouldn't have been crystallized until later on is there in the first one. So that was a pleasant surprise. That's cool. Yeah. In the first one, I I liked how all of these were shot. Like, I think the second one takes it to this really speed racery level that I loved. But even in the first one, it's like mm-hmm. very bright, you know, very clean, very well lit, very colorful. Like they do lean into the fact that like cars are brightly colored. You yeah. know, people might wear outfits that match their cars. The second one leans into this the most. I'm green. Yeah, yeah. And even when they're like doing the heist, they're stealing from like brightly colored shipping containers. Like they're leaning into the colors that exist naturally in this world. And like it's in like sun drenched LA and Miami. And they're just pleasant to look at. And the racing scenes are exciting. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, it's it's interesting because the first two films, especially lean a lot more heavily into the cgi and the mm. like they they don't really they, it it's weird to say they almost don't really believe in what the cars can actually mm. do and is is just like hey we're we're hollywood we're gonna make this look cool and yeah it it is a little more speed racer like when they mm. when they hit the nas button and they're like and they, they start to go <laughs> su- super fast um and mm. like like all the the atmosphere around them is starting to do the like star wars like streak of yeah thing right like that's not how it looks in real life at all and and you can tell like this 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 this, this cgi oh just God. hasn't aged at all Kyle, <laughs> it, it, it uh, has you aged don't, <laughs> it 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 has aged but not in a way that bothers me i have found that i am weirdly nostalgic for like rubbery early 2000 cgi like if i see a real rubbery looking guy like the rubber neos and like the second matrix yeah, yeah i loved it it made me feel so warm yeah yeah it's good it's it's still fun though um th- this this first movie in particular really oddly reminds me of point break yes it's that same kind of style movie like undercover cop who's kind of cool uh getting into some like extreme sport to to stop Mm -hmm. some some crime um and i i i think uh, of that particular genre of of that ilk i think this first one succeeds like it's a decent film um it's it like that there's like the only bad things i can say is that yeah the writing is cheesy yeah, some mm. of the action CGI stuff is cheesy. Uh, like there, but but it is like the nostalgic, at least for us, yeah. like, is the yeah. nostalgic type of cheesy that is just like, man, this is stupid and fun. I love this. <laughs> yeah, I think the 
from the first one on, like this is a franchise that knows exactly what it is. It really does not take itself too seriously. And that is mm-hmm. it's to its benefit. Like people come to this for well, the cheese. This is a dairy farm of a franchise. That's the thing. When this came out, though, it was taking itself seriously. Like, the, like in the first one. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, even in the <laughs> second one, the third one i think also be being more of a yakuza film it is serious but i do think they also start to put in a few like mm. jokier moments in in that but then yeah it really isn't until like the the, the fifth movie or, or so that they start to realize that like hey People are making fun of these movies in a way that we didn't anticipate. And they're having fun with them in a way. And they start to lean into that. But they do it successfully. Like, there, there's there's a lot of movies who see that happen. Like, a more recent example would be Morbius, right? Everyone <laughs> dunked on that movie. They memed it to hell. And the the execs, the, the stu, stu, studio thought it was because it became a cult hit like it like oh yeah. people really like this and they put it back out in theaters a second time and almost no one went to go see it because <laughs> because everyone actually hated that one and was just like it's mm-hmm. not good we don't want to see this um but with the fast and the furious it is almost the opposite where like it, yeah they're making fun of it but it was also fun to watch and man like they they actually have good actions scenes and they get in, intense and like there are some emotional stakes in in, in there and so yeah they start to lean into it in ways that's like in in this second one it's like well what big stunt can we do with the car let's jump a car onto a boat dukes of hazard style right <laughs> It's a good reference point. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was watching that with my roommate who has also never seen any of these. And she's flipping out like, oh, my God. Oh my God. They jumped a car onto a boat. I'm like, you don't <laughs> even like you're know. you're just getting started. <laughs> they go to space in the last one, I think. Like, buckle in. space. prepared. Yeah. <laughs> it, when she, she watched the opening scene of the second movie with me uh, and she sees Brian uh, zooming around in his blue and silver car and she says this looks like an ad for the Gillette Fusion <laughs> yes <laughs> real men use Gillette Fusion <laughs> <laughs> the chosen razor of underground racers everywhere be part of the family choose Gillette um yeah it's man it's so much fun uh so in in this yeah he's he's trying to figure out who exactly is doing Mm -hmm. these heists um and they're they're wondering if it's a a couple different crime families here there's dom and his family uh there are uh the i don't remember if they were Japanese, I think they were Japanese. Um, and mm. then you have the like Hispanic, I believe mm. Mexican. I don't know exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, it since they're out in LA, I would kind of assume they're Mexican, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, like there's there's a couple it, it, oddly like okay, it's one of these 
races of people, which is maybe <laughs> one of the most odd things to say about the film here. <laughs> they they do kind of divide it up like that. Um, there 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 are they there are people who are friends with each other. Like they are friends with, I believe Hector. Uh, yes, d- d- yeah. who is like the the point person for that 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 hispanic group of people but yeah it is like dude everybody sort of got like uh very racially divided clicks not divided in that they're against each other i'll say that much like they just sort of form their own little pockets at, at, at and sometimes they're friends purposes and, of the film yeah the yeah part, and sometimes yeah. sometimes they're rivals for like racing based reasons but not race based reasons yeah um, and it's really inter- interesting. I wrote down one of the lines that Hector says. I, I think this this is after Brian has come on the scene and won some races and respect of some of the people yes. around him. And Hector and all of his crew pull up to the shop that that Brian works at. And he's like, we made a list. We want three of each. Yes. Right. Um. When they pull up, they pull up right to the store, like front row parking. They hop out and Hector says, now that's valet parking. It, but it is not. They, they parked <laughs> their own cars. I just it, it's such a <laughs> stupid not, line. Sir. I'm just like, it, <laughs> it's not valet parking. What are you talking about? <laughs> Have you never had valet parking before? Maybe not. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I, I just I noticed that and was just like, oh, my God, <laughs> this is so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> um, but 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 yeah, it, it is this moment that he starts to think like maybe it's Hector and his crew mm-hmm. um, that is there's, doing there's these three these cars. Heists. Yeah, the, the, that are um, known to do the heisting. So he's like, if he's asking for parts and triplicate, maybe it's him. Yeah. Um, and he's pretty convinced it's not dom dom tends to keep to himself he's quiet Mm -hmm. but he's also very very, like put together and on top of his stuff he's like he he has this mindset that these heists are loose and like ill prepared if that makes sense Mm -hmm. it's like these are reckless Mm -hmm. like dom is someone who who takes care of his family like he he wouldn't put his family in this kind of danger to 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 do all of that stuff um and so yeah he's he's being like it's probably not dom uh but then he starts to gain dom's trust here and by the end of it yeah finds out that no it actually is dom and his family uh they are stealing the stuff and smuggling it and reselling Mm. it and and all, all sorts of stuff um but by this time Brian has also kind of been like, you know, I kind of like these people. They're yeah, cool. I I, I like mm-hmm. they're good people. Like they're not doing yes. the, like it's circumstance that they're doing mm. this. They're not doing it out of like like just because or stuff like that. Like they have some 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 issues that they're trying to deal with. Some challenges that they're trying to overcome, and this seems like their only way to do that um mm-hmm. do, do you have th- thoughts on the big reveal that dom actually is <laughs> uh, it, not that it's that big of a 
Right no, deal. like you can you can kind of see it coming. Like you said, it's the exact point break formula. Yep. Yep, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, and the other thing that I thought was kind of interesting and reckless in in the scene when uh, Brian is catching up to Jajam as they are in, enacting this heist now in broad daylight because they've yeah. gotten that, that desperate. Um they there's the one dude i forget his name he's the one that's stuck on the truck that his arm gets caught in in the thing there um when he's on the front or i I think it's when brian eventually jumps on the trucker himself has taken to vigilante justice and brought a shot with him and twice he shoots out the front window at his own engine Ugh, to, to, to do, do And it's just like, oh, my God, dude, what are you doing? You're shooting your own engine like this. And it's a shotgun like this will rip yeah. like your 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 engine apart. Like this is not good. What are you doing here? Mm. Um, and it's just like that is in my mind, one of the more intense moments that it's not just vigilante justice that this guy is shooting back at them, but he's enacting it poorly and Mm -hmm. recklessly and wildly. That is is, is just like, this guy has no care for himself, uh, Mm. which is not good for anyone. Mm -hmm. Um, But, but yeah, man, the, the like last 30 minutes of this film, this first one, intense like the 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 heat ramps up it's it's good it's such a fun time mm-hmm. i like it a lot i don't have much else to say on the first no. one do you have anything else you want to no let's go to the second one let's go to too fast too furious i actually had a lot of fun with this it's the most colorful like the most cartoonish yep. of all of them then this op- i do like the cold opening of just this night underground race that isn't really plot significant it's not related to any crime or anything it's just what the local miami racing community does yeah. and everybody's like so power rangersy color-coded with their car you've got like a it red really one is. and an orange one and a pink one i like the pink girl and her like all girl team of like pit crew suki she she was nice i like that she was continually around just like yeah. as part of the crew in the rest of that movie. I like when she's designing new stuff for her car. I, the second movie does open up what you can do with the cars a little bit more. Cause in the first one, it's literally about the speed just who can yes. drive the fastest. And the second one expands on it a little bit more with like the jumps that they have to do. Mm-hmm. And then the third one, they get even more specific and technical with making it drift based. I like that. I, I like that we yes. are going into more and different types of driving. In the second one, we spend more time with uh, other factors of, of car culture, like how she's always drawing and designing like new ways for the cars to look like you see all these beautiful painted cars and you get the scene of her working on something in her sketchbook. Like you see a little mm-hmm. bit of the work that goes into yeah. all the glamour of these cars. But this opening scene where everybody is like color coded and they've got speed lines, the same color as their car and they're dressed like their car it's and great. their friends are dressed like their car. It's so good. <laughs> Perfect. Like I love what a cartoon it is. I think it really owns it 
perfectly. I, I I don't know if people like like the second one, but I had a lot of fun with it just because it does feel so bright and vivid and not even in the cars. Like just looking at any shot in this movie, like they're in Florida, they're in Miami. And it's like, I've never seen foliage that green. I've never seen mm-hmm. a sky that blue. I was truly astounded by the, the, the visual clarity of Too Fast, Too Furious. Big, yeah. You know, big props to director John Singleton, the late John Singleton. Excellent effort. From what I remember, yeah, the second one was very, very well received. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, if, if I'm not mistaken, I think people enjoy this one better than the first one. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, it's 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 interesting to see because they do ramp up some of the stakes, right? There is that that jump and in, in that first race, they start to introduce a little bit more like American muscle style cars, even though they don't really go into the differences between the car or why one might be preferred in certain circumstances all mm-hmm. of that stuff um but they 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 do all of that stuff but yeah it, it is still the same formula as the first one it is still that point break formula which who knows if there was something else beyond that of similar like undercover cop goes into extreme sport to, to mm-hmm. figure out something besides that um mm-hmm. but it is i i wrote down a note that this one also feels more james bond influenced in certain aspects it's it like the villain is more bond like in that he has yeah. his own complex right he has yes. his like villain layer kind of mm-hmm. uh he has his bond girl right next to, to mm-hmm. him the whole time and when they when they go to his mansion and they're sh- showing all of the like security like monitors and stuff, it feels like that uh, like uh, golden eye era James Bond level yeah. like CGI on on the sc- <laughs> on the screen. Like it it has that odd influence in there. Mm. You mentioned Power Rangers, the Super Sentai stuff, and everything <laughs> is color coded. Um, and he, even the speed racer stuff is still in that with 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 the like how fast they go, which is also an interesting thing to note. I've mentioned to you a few times now on the captain's log yeah. that I'm starting to get into Formula One uh, yes. and watching that. Uh, it's interesting to see how fast they go in these movies compared to how fast they go in Formula One. Um hmm. Because they're they're like they're t- 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 topping out at like 140 in mm-hmm. in these first two films uh, and F1, those racers go over 200 miles an hour. Wow. Um, and so it, it it's just so interesting to see them do that like speed racer style, like and like everything <laughs> is streaking by them. It's like, oh, they're only going 120 <laughs> <laughs> but the high is is more intense <laughs> yes yeah 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 um but yeah i i think i like the second one better too just because it, it it's still the same formula but there is this it, there are small changes right mm. brian is no longer a cop uh mm. but he gets roped 
back in. He then recruits someone else, right? So there is this like two man team. Yeah. Um, and then by the end of it, the heist that is ha- or the the antics, the the action, like last half, the finale is not Brian against the family until the end, right? Yeah. When he lets da, 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 go. But there is mm. oddly enough more of a sense of family with yeah. Taj and Suki and all of the other racers there, especially yeah. in that one scene when just all of the cars come out and it's this like I big Where's Waldo. Scene. Yeah, the, so in, good. In in the second movie in particular, there's such a huge scale of just the number of people and the number mm-hmm. of cars that are around for any given scene. And you've got these like high up shots of just everybody maneuvering around each other it feels like a musical like it's the sort of cinematography and scale and bright colors and strong movements of a musical just just with no singing and dancing just cars right yeah just the 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 roar of an engine Mm -hmm. yeah it's an interesting one for sure something else that i wanted to make note of that I, I don't really have much else to say on uh, uh, other than mm. I just didn't necessarily understand it. At the start of Too Fast, Too Furious, when Brian shows up in his, I believe, 72 Nissan Skyline, uh, that silver and blue car, the car Gillette that he has. Fusion. Uh, right, yeah. Um, he's on the wrong side of the car. Did, did you notice that? I did see that, that he is driving like a European style car. And I was expecting right. a line about like, oh, I've been getting into cars from from this area. And, and he doesn't. So I don't I don't know. <laughs> exactly. Like I, I, I was expecting some kind of line to reference that. Maybe there was in some deleted scene. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Uh, it could just be that it's an import. Right. Like he like yeah. to, to get like the original model or this certain t- type, the, the one that is good for racing is the mm-hmm. one where it's on. I, I don't know if that's a technical thing, if that was a mistake somehow or what. I, I don't know. I, um, I, I just it, not I also into cars like that. So, yeah, no. I also couldn't make a lot of I, I would have liked a line explaining it, but I did appreciate seeing that. Like cars come from all over the world. Cars are so mm-hmm. important to like so many different like cultures and countries. And I I do like that that is something the Fast and Furious franchise shows. Like I know in the future movies, it's like real globe trotting and then mm-hmm. multicultural, and they're trying to bring in like movie stars from other countries. Like that's one of the reasons why these movies play so big internationally is because they do uh they go to those locations, they bring in those stars, but I think like cars are Everywhere, you know, like anybody in any country could be like just as into cars as anybody else is. Sure, yeah. Like it's yeah. not anything that like America really is like an ownership of. You can go anywhere. We all <laughs> yeah. like cars are the sort of like universal. We don't is the is the thing like <laughs> a lot of cars are like Japanese made or European mm-hmm. made, and then we 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 have Ford F one fifty. There's so many. Everybody's got something to say about a car. Like they bring us all together. I do like that this is a franchise that shows you cars are universal. We all love them. Everybody Mm -hmm. gets along with car. Indeed. indeed. I wanted to ask you, as somebody who who doesn't drive, 
has watching these movies made you more interested in in learning to drive? Uh, I don't want you getting into speed racing. I I don't want you to do what they do, but do you just want to like drive yourself to the the store? So it's drive yourself to the movie theater to see Fast 10. It's been long talked about on many a podcasts that we do here at the Whatnots that, yes, I do not have a license. I do not have Mm. a car. I have owned a car in the past. Uh, and it was supposed to be incentive for me to get my license. I owned a 79 Dodge Aspen. It was red with two black racing stripes down the middle. This was the American muscle. Like this was one of those cars that Mm. like the year after it was more of like a hatchback style design. Mm. But the one that I had was the, like, this is like the American muscle car. It looks cool. Um, And it was it had the interiors of a 96 Mustang. It Mm -hmm. had a racing steering wheel. It had a slap shifter for racing. It had aftermarket uh, like speakers in the car. It had racing tires and rims on it. I bought it for a steal. I got it for like two thousand dollars. And All of your Rita's I, Italian ice uh, yeah, money. My first job, every <laughs> single check just went straight back to my parents uh, to, 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 to buy this car. Uh, fast forward to me in college. I took it with me um, and, and eventually it got towed. It was in the impound lot for a few months without me knowing because I had supposedly found a spot that was free parking year round, but there was an event uh, and they towed it and like were trying to get in contact with like an old phone number of like just did not have the right inf- info. Um, and so I ended up having to like sell the car to, 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 to junk it. I got $500, oh. the sweet looking muscle car, oh. uh, and no, I'm I'm not into cars. I I don't really have the need to drive around all that much. Would it be nice? Sure. Do I see how expensive they are? And am I glad that I'm not paying off all of that stuff? Yes, absolutely. Mm. <laughs> um, that that has helped a lot. That I've I've just kind of been able to make it work without that. Um. Mm-hmm. So no, not really. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Darn, just wondering, just just curious if after being immersed in car culture for a while, if you're like, if not maybe you don't want to go back to a muscle car, but you're like, I could really go for I a Kia go back for a muscle car. <laughs> uh, as much as I like them, no. Um, my dream car is more like what you see in Tokyo Drift at the end, where it looks like a muscle the Hulk car. car. But uh, your dream no. car is the whole car. <laughs> Uh, where it looks like a muscle car but they put the interiors of like a japanese car in there i think that would be sweet so it's not as Mm. gas guzzling and Mm. just big expensive um thing there but i wanted to go back to my favorite line of too fast too furious uh because that award goes to suki at the start of the race when she makes that jump and exclaims Slap that ass. That's it. No, no reason for Joe, 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 that there's no ass depicted. 
Uh, and she just ex- exclaims, <laughs> "Slap that ass!" Slap a metaphorical ass, the ass of life. Right. Slap the Sla- ass of life. She encourages all of us. Exactly. My um, my favorite line in Too Fast, Too Furious is when um, it's when Brian and Roman go to meet with uh the, the bad guy. And he's got this like fancy silver cigar cutter for his big cigars. And then Roman pockets it. And then at the end of this, this meeting, he like asks for it back. And Roman like very sincerely, very sheepishly is like, dude, I thought you would have had like 12 of those. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think you'd miss it. <laughs> Which he probably does, but it's still yeah. like, it's the principle, right? Mm. Um, but yeah, it's just it's so funny to hear Suki say slap that ass for no apparent reason, uh, which is also interesting to think about. Right. When we laughed at the DVDs and stuff being mm-hmm. stolen in the first one, saying something like slap that ass back in like 2003, 2004. Whoa, scandalous. That's sexy. That's <laughs> hot. Oh, my God. Yeah. Right. Uh, this was like <laughs> back before anyone had a, a, a sexy Tumblr nude blog, oh, all that good oh stuff God, back in yeah. the day, right? So spanking was whoa, you're into yeah. some stuff. That's uh, like a real Spencer's gifts kind of statement. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I I I, I had to sh- shout out that because it's just it, it's it's that like no that's valet parking slap that ass right you have two great <laughs> lines that just make no sense in the first mm-hmm. first two. Um, the last couple things I want to say that are real quick here on this second one. Uh, I felt like the second movie should have been longer. Mm. I don't know why. Um, I, I felt like I maybe could have spent more time with uh, Brian and Roman, like undercover, uh, like in this guy's mm. employ, like gaining his trust and figuring out his habits, all of that stuff. It just really seems rushed that they are brought in to do this job they're introduced to the guy and then they do the job like it 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 feels like there should have been more like i need to test you more than what Mm. i did here just like go to that impound lot and get the get the keys of my ferrari and get me what was it my my cigar that was in yeah in the glove compartment he doesn't there. tell them what it is like the the test is yeah sneak into this impound lot get inside the ferrari uh, uh, retrieve this envelope and then later he reveals it's just a cigar my my partner can hear me t- t- talking about all of this stuff and t- 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 texting me the nearly uncontrollable urge to also start yelling slap that ass <laughs> 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 it's great uh but but yeah like i i felt like 20 more minutes that might mm. be too much but even just like t- like uh, give me a couple more scenes of them like in the employ of of this g- 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 guy trying to prove that they are t- trustworthy getting mm-hmm. to know and explore that compound a bit more i think would have been neat um but I, I think the movie is 
tightly cut like I, I i don't feel like it drags on it's still only like an hour and 40 at the most yeah. so it's, it it gets in and it g- 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 get, g- gets out so i appreciate that it doesn't mm-hmm. overstay it's welcome there but i feel like it could have been slightly longer and i would have been okay with it yeah um, it's a nice visual vacation it's nice to spend time in the vibrant colorful miami Exactly. And this is something I loved about the third movie going ahead to Tokyo Drift. We get to Tokyo by like minute 12. Like we are yeah. really in Tokyo. It is a very nice travelogue of a movie. You get to see like downtown. You get to see the, the countryside with the mountains. You mm-hmm. get to see like the busy city streets and the tiny little houses. Like you go to a lot of different uh, visual locales uh, in, in Tokyo Drift. And I enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, we'll get back to that in just a sec. The very, very, very last okay. thing. Okay. You said the first one, or the, you said the start of the second one reminded your roommate of a Gillette ad, like Gillette for men, right? Uh, yeah. My partner d- d- described the second one as bring it on for men. <laughs> like oh. same same style of yeah. movie and drama that is happening oh. in here, but for men <laughs> yes so there you go that's all i have to say on too Good fast too point. furious yeah um so tokyo Dr- drift let's start talking about this one some more um yeah it's about 12 minutes in that we get to tokyo this starts quickly uh, i didn't exactly timestamp it but very quickly i don't know if they say exactly where the, the movie starts out in uh, but it is it seems to be some like southern state i'd, I'd say maybe like alabama or louisiana no, or something like that but i don't know our main exactly. character whose name i forget i kept calling sean. him southern brian what sean. what is it sean sean yeah sean okay <laughs> so sean he's from alabama but he mentions that he keeps getting into street races everywhere he goes they've had to move around a lot so i don't know there, there's someplace sunny in, yeah. in the third one at the beginning. Yeah. They're not there for very long. But th- th- this is why I think people started to not like this third one immediately yeah. is that this movie starts to subvert the formula of the first mm-hmm. two. Right. We we have that race at the start, like all of them do. But the race goes badly. Mm. And he I mean, he I guess he wins but he loses at the same time right his car is totaled he's bloodied and then they have that like jokey moment where he like is he's just all bloodied up his mouth is all bloody and he smiles at the one girl and just like (laughs) he has that just just that like dumb look on his face Mm. um and then yeah then you go to tokyo and then they have another race. Yeah. And he loses that one. Like they they do the like sw- the switcheroo, the bait and switch. And then he loses that one. Um, and and then, yeah, it's not uh, it's in no longer this like propaganda film of like, we need to stop these these criminals from doing all this stuff. But is now more of a Yakuza film mm-hmm. uh, and and is slower in Mm. that sense if if i would say like you get you spend 
I think ju- just as much time, if not more so, uh, getting to know Han and Twinkie mm-hmm. and uh, mostly them. There's like the unnamed yeah. crew members yeah. in this one. But I feel like it slows down to spend time with. And then I, for- I forget the girl's name. Is it like Nila? N- Nyla or Nila or something? It's Nila. Yeah. Uh, okay. But like, I-, I feel like you spend more time with them. And mm-hmm. then the re- the reveal that no, actually Han is stealing from them, kind of comes pretty abruptly. But by that yeah. time, it, it 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 it's just like, okay, here we go. Here's like here is the the stakes of the film. It's just like that's what's happening here. Sean now has to navigate this like treacherous situation of the like these warring i was gonna say clans but not, that's not the right word like you have the the yakuza mm-hmm. ag- ag- against han and whatever he's doing it's kind of unclear yeah. besides skimming off the top mm-hmm. um and i i i like i like that I, I i think i end up liking the plot of this third one a lot more yeah even though there's also things like I don't like Neela at all. I don't care about her <laughs> in mm-hmm. in the slightest. I, um, I I don't know if there's anything really to dislike about her, but I don't know if I ever felt particularly sure. charmed at any point either. Yeah. Um, the the movie also continues to do its rapper of the month is included in the <laughs> movie. Right. I, the, like, I will say, though, I, I really liked R&D. Bow Wow's performance. I think he did a good job. <laughs> I, this is it, it. It's really funny because this is right around the time that he he if, if I'm not mistaken, close to the time where he stopped going by Lil Bow Wow. Oh, yeah. And was like, no, I'm just bow wow. Like, I'm an adult now. I'm I'm no mm. longer the 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 kid that likes basketball and likes to dribble up and down the court right uh he he is trying to take himself more seriously and that is the thing like i i don't think his performance is necessarily bad but again it was one of those things back in the day it was like lil bow wow trying to take himself seriously what is happening like no one likes this (laughs) what is going on um (laughs) Yeah, I I don't know. Like I I it's just interesting to see or to to know that that was the zeitgeist of this that people didn't like this one, and that's why I stopped watching these movies. Mm. Is that the first one was solid enough? That second one was really cool, and then they switched it up so much on the third one that it was just so much of a shock that I mm. I was like I don't like this. I'm done but now looking back i'm like i think that one's actually my favorite like that one's kind of like i like that one a lot it's so good i i i had a pretty good time with all of these i think maybe for the cartoon factor uh i might enjoy the second one the most but the third Mm -hmm. one it i think it does a lot with starting over with a completely new cast i i do like that our main character sean (laughs) sean is He's a relatively nice guy. I like he really just loves to race. 
Uh, he's like, there's no really like malicious intent he has. He's like, I just want to race. That's all I want to do. Like, I crave it. I, I am addicted to the race. Yeah. <laughs> he, even to things where like his dad's, you would expect a movie where like the dad was maybe more of a hard ass or something, but his dad's relatively like understanding, like, look, this is your last chance. Please just follow the rules. I live in this tiny little Japanese house. You have the bedroom. I sleep on the couch in the living room. Like I'm really trying like turning my life upside down, trying to give you a better life here. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, like it, the third one works well enough at like getting you to meet these, these new people. Han, I, I get Han now. I, Han, I really Han. liked him. I really enjoyed his presence. Han is so cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I in, enjoy the, uh, one of the other things that I enjoy about this film I think this one, not only do I say that I say you spend more time with some of these main characters, but the movie also has these moments of calm that I really appreciate. Yes. Like the first two seem to always have the sound mm-hmm. of an engine going at all times. Yeah. And it is just this constant nonstop. Go, 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 go. Um, which is not necessarily a bad thing, but. Mm-hmm. That's what I appreciated about this third one is that you have that moment where Sean and Han are just looking out over this city and it's quiet. Right. Or even in at the end in the chasing when they get to it's what the Shibuya crossing. Is that it? What's the what's the bit? That's right. in Tokyo. Sounds familiar. Yeah. It's it's, it's the big intersection that's in all all of those mayovies there. Uh, when they drift in that and it does the like, like slow motion, like heart, like stopping, like yeah. silence as they go through all of that. It's just like, that's so cool. Like this scene is awesome. But it, it's Th- it's because of that contrast of this yeah. like, roaring engine, the danger and then it, calm. But it's it's still in- mm-hmm. intense, but it's it's silent. It's calm. And it's just like, this yeah. is. This is cool. I like this. I think um, I think the third movie's got a lot of really good contrast to the other two movies. I think it shakes it up in some really valuable ways. Like I like that the driving is becoming more dexterous and skillful than just yes. who is the fastest. Can you make a big jump? Technique. Like the fact that sh- sh- with the first fight in that like um housing community that's still being built which is a pretty exciting fight i like that as the the backdrop sure. i you see that sean is very good at what he does and you know he mentions like being in races and like winning races ever since he was like 16 years old since he got his license and then to put him in the scenario where he fails so badly at that first drift race he wrecks that car it is it's not just like oh the other guy beat me by a couple seconds it's like no you that was a mortifying everybody was embarrassed to watch you lose the race that badly and you see him time after time put the work into all right this is an entirely new skill an entirely new facet of driving that i've never practiced before that i need to put the time into practicing and you see him do that you really see him practice over and over again the point where mm-hmm. him winning at the end, like it earns that turnaround. I like the movie starts him real low and puts the work into leaving him on a high by the end of the movie. 
I like that. I like the, like you mentioned, like the more quiet moments. I, I don't want to say Zen specifically. This is a movie set in East Asia, but you might think of it that way. And but even like the, the, the scene with Nayla when she's giving her backstory and all of the cars I did are on like the like that. Yeah, like, yeah. That's a great scene. Beautiful. Just, oh my gosh. Yeah, Again, it's so cool. The ballet. The ballet of the cars is <laughs> really beautiful to watch. And this uh, when they're racing through the intersection, that's the first time that that many pedestrians have been in that much danger. Like yeah. that is truly nerve wracking. You know, all these other races have been in these secluded areas where it's like everybody who's around knows that a race is happening. They are race, you know, the race car racing hangers on like they know what the deal is. They know to stay away. That is truly like innocent pedestrians who have no idea what's going on. Like yeah. you were very fearful during that scene. Absolutely. I also like when uh, Sean is like, Han, why do you race? Like, what do you get out of it? You know, it doesn't seem like you like the racing. Why do you drift? And Han just does all those donuts around those girls. You <laughs> said, you said, pussy. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> <laughs> you get it. So yeah. Funny. Yeah. Like, I'm not a, a car girl. But I do like seeing this look, this, even as fleeting as it has been so far in these first three films, the look in the lives of a woman who loves cars and that she herself builds yeah. or races them or that she just likes to be around them. That these sort of like I don't know, racer groupies like it's a, sure. a, a, a type of lifestyle I don't really Not understand. I can't groupies, though, because there are they're like Suki can race. She knows how to design. Yeah, exactly. These yes. Yes. Like cars. everybody. Those other girls in that one racing car. I'm sure that they knew how to race it. Like it, exactly. Yeah. Like I like they're just everybody from like the people who do the racing to the people who are just <clears throat> fans of the racing who want to be around the racing. Yeah. You get to see all these different ways in which these women love cars and want and like find cars impressive and want to fit it into their lives. Like it kind of yeah. made me wish like I wish I knew slightly more about cars. Like, I don't like still every time something happens with my car and I have to and I take it to the shop and the shop calls me and tells me this happened. I have to call my dad and make him translate what they just told me. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand it. I can't get it through my head, but I, I wish I could. I really admire these women. Every, everybody in this movie, from the people who do it to the people who just like wear a flashy outfit and hang around when other people do it. Incredible. I wish yep. I knew. Wish I could do that. Good stuff. Uh, something else that I really, really like about this film. I think this is the first one. Um, uh, well, again, I haven't seen the ones after this. So I, I don't know exactly, but I, from what I understand about the movies that come after this, even though yes, the cars st st stunts get more and more ridiculous. I, I feel like they become more and more r realistic in a way like i know they're still using cgi and yeah. hollywood magic and all that that good stuff but because this one introduces technique right they use yes. a lot less cgi it's still in there but it, it to see these cars actually drifting to have mm. these stunt drivers out there doing this stuff like actually it's just like this mm -hmm. is so cool and i know they're not actually gonna like launch a car into space 
for real for this maybe right but the way that they have like the way the way that cgi nowadays is or or can be so realistic like it Mm -hmm. it makes some of these stunts seem plausible in a weird way right uh it's it's kind of like the it's it's like the way mission impossible has gone where everything is over the top but you know it is all done as practically as possible and there is like a real technical like stunt and filming challenge to every preposterous thing they do like climbing up the side of the Burj Khalifa right yeah yeah I yeah I I like that a lot that's something else that I enjoyed about this Mm -hmm. movie the last things I want to say is uh that there is an easter egg in here uh to initial d uh Ah! which i i I like a lot which i i was that's the thing i i i'm a big fan of initial d it's one of my favorite animes um but it's i hadn't watched this movie since it came out in theaters so i didn't know if there was any easter eggs in there Mm -hmm. but then looking back on it as i was watching it now i was like i bet you there is like just how like think about how anime these movies are how cartoonish they are they go to tokyo why wouldn't there be an initial d easter egg in there and there absolutely is han is the one that mentions it he's like hey i want that eight six toyota that that you have ah the the eight six Toyota is the Torino that is the main car of oh. initial day. So I was like, I, I bet you that that's the, the, the Easter egg. Nice. That, 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 that's it. So at that, I was just like, ha ha, I knew it. It's there. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is, which is good. Good. Fun. But mm-hmm. uh, that's kind of about it. I mean, Han isn't, is neat. He, he exploded into big flames. It was sad that he died. Um, what else can we mention? Yeah. The, the Hulk car. What did you think Incredible. of the Hulk car? <laughs> I, I love it. So dumbed t- 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 too, as they have that like super fancy, like <laughs> turn you style see all these valet. fancy cars and Twinkie, and he's, he's shaking like, his head like, nah, no, not that one. Not that one. Not nice try. That's my boy. This big, like the punches, like the fact that there's these like embossed fist marks on the sides of the car. It has Hulk hair painted on the front of it. On the front. It's got, he's, <laughs> there's like Hulk action figures on the dashboard. I like it because this feels like something somebody would do. Somebody would make a fandom God. car like that. And I was kind of disappointed that it didn't get to actually be an action car. But I imagine because it's maybe a more technical car build just with like the cosmetics of it, that it was difficult to have multiple copies of it for stunts. But I liked that it was there. Like I, that again, felt like a real car. Somebody would make Mm -hmm. (laughs) like that's that's. And I like that he was adjacent to the racing world, but like he was more about having a really cosmetically cool ride to just chill out. (laughs) Again, different facets of like how people interact with and admire cars. I like that a lot. I I like that this wasn't an absolute like how crazy is this foreign country movie? Like there's there's moments like that, like when he he rushes into school. I like that he's wearing like is it like the Gakaron, the like traditional Japanese like school uniform with the real high buttoned like 
black mm-hmm. Nehru collar jacket. <laughs> I like to see him in that. I uh, it's something I've seen in so many anime, but I haven't gotten to see in live action in that many sure, situations. Yeah. So nice. And the, the, like the scene where he has to wear the slippers, I think is less about, Oh, I have to wear slippers. It's cool. I have to take off my shoes. It's less that and more like, Oh, I'm embarrassed. Like, I, I don't speak Japanese that well. I didn't know I was coming here. I just got here. The teacher's yelling at me. It took, she had to yell at like five times before I understood what she was saying. Like, it's sort of more like Sean's individual embarrassment and less like, mm-hmm. yeah, totally crazy That's what right. they do in Japan. And I like when he goes through the school lunch line, just like really impressive spreads of food. Like it's not food. I, I as a Western audience member recognize, but I can tell like, Oh, that's a bunch of like individually prepared, like fresh dishes. And whatever it is Sean gets, he picks it up, he puts it in his mouth, and then he nods like, oh, it's pretty good. Whereas I feel like in another movie, he would have made a gross face or something. Right, yeah. I, Spit it I back could tell that like, this was a movie a cheeseburger? That... I need McDonald's. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but you do see a McDonald's. Like, you sure see do. Christmas trees at the beginning of the movie, which they don't mention it being at Christmas time. It's not plot relevant. But I like that there's the the shots of all the Christmas trees and then the shot of the KFC because that is Japanese Christmas food. <laughs> like yes. this is a movie that did seem to like know and, and respect Japanese culture. I really liked that about it. It seemed very sincere in like getting the most out of the location that it put these characters in. For sure. And I I, I really did enjoy Justin Lin's directing. I watched this movie and you can tell yeah. from even just that opening scene, that montage of, of Sean at high school. Like there's a real style to this. It's it's very well crafted, very sincere, and I can tell why he became the main director for the next several films in this franchise. Yeah. Um, last but not least, the not end credits scene, but the last scene in the yeah. movie, Dom showing up at the end here. Um, that was I I remember that in theaters. That was maybe one of the redeeming factors of the, mm-hmm. the Mayovi back in the day of just like the dom is here what does this mean there's g- gonna be a fourth one oh my god what is happening here mm-hmm. uh it it was kind of in avengers moment before avengers <laughs> was seeing even bruce willis thing. at the end of split right, right. yeah yeah <laughs> that um, bald man you recognize is back yeah uh yeah, it was just an, an interesting thing to have him show up there. But uh, mm-hmm. good stuff. I liked that. Yeah, scene. I I really did enjoy my time with these movies. I'm excited to watch uh, the next three over next month. Talk about those, because I think that is where, from what I've heard, like, I, I think four brings everybody back together. And like five is when it like truly hits the NOS and takes like, goes off yeah. and gets really wild. Absolutely. Um, cool. Well, that is ab- about all I have to say on mm-hmm. the first three Fast and the Furious movies. Um, so I am working on pulling up bingo, bingo. here. Bingo. Let me see if I can yes. put this on screen. There we go. This is our bingo sheets right here, right now. Um no treasure map, no ancient evil, no awkward hand touch, no fake fast food. Or diary no. entry. Crashing a fancy party? No. Uh, can I get Amber? training no. montage? Yes. You can absolutely get training montage. Um, 
Villain with a pet? No. Death by electrocution? No. <sighs> There's Victor's snacking cooking. in these movies. Roman does some snacking. Han does some snacking. But I don't know if it's consistent enough as to one type of food for me to cross off signature snack. Yeah, I don't think they had a signature snack. Not yet. Though, I I think eventually we can mark it down just for Corona. I I, I feel like that. <laughs> That's true. You, you, That's you, true. You you, you, you kind of have to. Can I go and get that now? Because we know the Coronas are impending. Yeah, I'll give it to you. Um, let's see. Literally hiding in the closet. Nope. Didn't realize your own strength. Nope. Mm-hmm. Contemporary reference to Retrotech. No. Um, no hot dogs either. I don't know if I got anything in this one. I, I was able to do training montage and signature snack. Needle drop of the time period, I don't exactly... Ha- I When I see needle drop of the time period, I mean, like, somebody today is making a movie set in, like, 1999, and then they play, like, Blur's Song 2 or something. Like, it can't just be, like, a movie of the year putting a song of the year in it. Yeah. Like, the song can't be contemporary to the actual making of the film. I have stuck with a kid, but we've always consider that as like an adult who's like great now i got this kid tagging along after me like real wolverine (laughs) style like the sean's dad in the third movie is now stuck with him but it's not from his point of view it's really from sean's point of view it's more like stuck with a dad so i don't know if this is exactly on point enough for me it's also it's one of those weird movies where sean is technically in in well no i think because at the start he's in college right no, no, but he's I, in high school. Like, I think he's that's, still that's 17. That's, yeah, that's he's, what I was about to say. But then I was like, but like the the, the way they're depicting it is almost college. Like, but it, yeah, yeah, right They're They're, they're in mm. high school. Um, and it's just weird because none of the actors look like they're in high school. <laughs> Anyways, uh, uh, yeah, I, I don't think I got anything mm-hmm. wild. There, there is a the, it, I did notice that if we hadn't marked it down already from J- John Wick, there is a uh, you're not so different or we're not so different. Oh, you yeah, and I that's the third one there. Definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but there you go. I guess that is our bingo update. Not much for the Fast and the Furious. We'll get one. there. Melissa, let's do recommendations. We like to do these on the first time we cover something here for our end of the month specials, as well as the last time. So based on these first three, what else might you recommend to people? We've already mentioned a bunch of stuff. Uh, Just looking back at our own review show history, watch the Wachowski Speed Racer. You know, even more like big stylist stylistic bombastic action movies like we've talked about mission impossible james bond uh john wick recently matrix like lots of stuff like that and for stuff we've haven't covered before there is point break of course point break it's about surfing uh i don't i don't think they do a surf chase scene 
But there is a foot race in that movie. Like it's just Keanu Reeves running after Patrick Swayze. And that's one of the most thrilling foot chases I've ever seen on film. It's really well executed. They play football in that movie. They do the they jump out of the helicopter. Yeah, skydiving. Yeah. Lots, lots of activity. Very extreme. I would recommend Drive. The, The Ryan Gosling picture Drive. Yep. Where he plays a Hollywood stunt driver, which you don't really see that aspect of his life very much. But at night, he is like a a getaway driver. Like he's you can hire him for for various heists and crimes, etc. And then he sort of gets in over his head. He, he's got like a a neighbor he's falling for. And she's got like a, a husband who's just been released from jail, who's kind of trouble. And he's like trying to help that situation uh, he, he Albert Brooks is in it. I saw this movie once. I remember it on vibes only. I'm realizing sure. now as I talk about it, I can't tell you what the plot was besides he fights Albert Brooks. Yep. There but, you go. There you uh, go. An ex- excellent, excellent I, vibes movie. This is very, yes, this is like I, an I outrun classic. As few outrun classics as there are. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, on top of that, I would also add The Italian Job, a heist yeah. movie centering around cars. Right? At least mm. one like major scene in that they all use those mini Coopers to do all of that stuff. I'm only familiar with the more recent one, the remake that starred yeah. most to death. Uh, I haven't seen the original one, but I've heard good things from yeah. what I understand. Um, it's fun. Check it out. Michael Caine. Yeah, and then uh, I would also like to add in Redline, uh, which is an anime oh. movie, hyper stylized. Just the the artwork in that alone is incredible. Um, yeah, yeah, and it is a movie about a race, this like death race um, thing that is happening there. Uh, and then, of course, Initial D. Yeah, uh, the 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 scenes in Tokyo Jarift on the mountain as they're all drifting there at, at night, even that last race there, that is initial D like that. That is what it is. Um, and yeah, it's 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 neat. I love that one a lot. Um, so go go check that one out, too. But that's it, I think, for recommendations mm-hmm. for now. Uh, we already have what we will be up to next week picked out. We, we did those pitches last week. Um, so for this next week, Melissa, you and I are going to be reading some Red Sonja comics, some Red Sonja. I always mix up the name. I want to say Sonja, but I think it's just, it's just Sonja. I I think Sonja. I'll, I'll go like, look up interviews or something and see what people say who, who who knows so i'll i'll know for next week but um yeah red sonia comics written by gail simone uh these are available on comiXology unlimited they have a nice uh like collection of all 18 issues uh that are 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 in that it's been my goal uh on the podcast this year to get more sword and sorcery style stuff on the show because it's a genre we haven't really looked into much here on the mm-hmm. show so starting off with red sonia by g- 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 written by gail simone um 
I've heard nothing but good things, so I'm excited mm -hmm. about this one. But that's what we will be up to this next week. Um, I guess that's kind of about it. Yeah. And then on week. February 26th, that's when you and I are going to record our episode about uh, Fast Ampersand Furious, Fast Five and Furious Six, whatever the next three are, four through six. I forgot their yeah. exact titles. I, I, I think you're right. Yeah. Um, yeah, so be on the lookout for or is all it of Fast that. and Furious 6 and Furious 7? It's Furious 7. Okay. I think. <laughs> Shows how much we know. <laughs> we'll they learn keep, like, because at, we're watching them for the first time. Adding and dropping the, sometimes they spell out and, sometimes it's an ampersand. It, I don't it, right. know. It, it, eventually we're gonna get one that is the fast and furious and one is fast and the furious right it's all it's all gonna be mixed up in there who knows um anyways i think that is about it for this podcast so melissa where can people find you on the internet you can find me on twitter and instagram at wilkywit that's w-i-l-k-y-w-i-t and listen to my other podcast, Saturday Morning Obscurities, show where me and my brother Jams talk about weird old kids shows you feel like only you remember. There you go. Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, you guys can find me at Yo Kyle Springer. And if you would like to stay up to date with all of the stuff that we do here at The Whatnots, of course, we are at The Whatnots. Uh, so please go like, share, and subscribe. That would help us out a ton. You guys know the deal with all of that. If you're watching the YouTube version, go check out one of our other videos right over there on that side of the screen over there. That would help us out a ton. This has been number 239 of the Whatnots Review Show. We're getting up there. It's a lot of numbers. We will see you all next time. Bye. Bye.